I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Like the famous Pearl Jam song, they are still alive, those Florida Panthers. Boy, Barbashev, post late, Carlson robbed by Bobrovsky. At the end of the day, Kachuk was inside, White Cloud were tied, and they won fair and square in a game that was pretty even. Vegas couldn't get the kill shot. Watching the game, I saw 14 and 12 or 14 and 2 were on the ice for all three goals for Vegas. A couple of issues for Hague getting the puck out, but at the end of the day, we have a series, my friend, and good for the Panthers. Remember the cardiac kids? Brian Sipe and the Browns, that's what the Panthers are, 7-0 in overtime. That was a fun hockey game. Yeah, and Matthew Kachuk postgame, who, who obviously was not anywhere near 100% physical capability. You know, postgame, he said, hey, you know what? We get the overtime, we just play. You know, we we, we believe, we, we trust ourselves, and, you know, 7-0 in overtime, I think. I think it's a pretty good reason to believe in yourself. <laughs> and... You know, Matthew took he made he made the great play on the first goal by Montour, and then he gets hit, and you know he misses a stretch of the game, and he clearly wasn't wasn't at, at full health. But players like Matthew Kachuk, no matter what level of physical capability they're at, you're going to get 100 percent of it. And Matthew knows, okay, where do I got to be? Where do I got to go? How do I got to do it? And and we talk about the goal to tie it up, and Bruce Cassidy said post game he goes. Hey, listen, you know what? We didn't get back. They got inside of us. We got to keep them outside of the net. Well, that's easier said than done with Matthew. But also, Steve, the play that he made on the winning goal, tracking back through the neutral zone to, to, to get that puck turned over and go the other way. He doesn't get an assist on the play, but that play was critical to the winning goal. And so, you know, we, we talk about the cardiac kids and we talk about Matthew Kachuk. You talk about the kill shot. Bobrovsky knew. Bobrovsky knew when it was 2-1, I can't give up another goal. Okay, he gets the crossbar benefit. That's okay. He he was brilliant. That was the 11-1 playoff Bobrovsky we saw in, a, in an absolute must-win game for Florida game through. I totally agree. And if the pillars are Bobrovsky, Kachuk, and Brandon Montour on the back end, then good for Montour, who was going almost like a rover. And I think he had... Remember, Ricky Henderson always had the green light. You can do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. You're on first, you're on second. You can steal whenever you want. Montour, who obviously was still noticeable, was not picking up any points. Like, it's almost a mathematical anomaly to go 10 games without anything. 
you know, last game he was skating well, got this ice time, but they weren't able to get a goal or an assist. So that was obviously critical. He was jumping, had the kid, blue cross country, all that stuff was all neat. Didn't look tired to me, but it wasn't working, but he was going. So if you're talking about those pillars and I went back and watched and fast forwarded some other plays after Kachuk came back and he clearly turned away for some checks, only Braden McNabb hit him once. Like only Braden McNabb did to Kachuk what Kachuk would have done to, you know, <laughs> Alex Petrangelo had Alex Petrangelo left the game with it. So that surprised me. Chandler Stevenson had a moment where it was right there. That kind of surprised me. And I like what you said about Matthew Kachuk. He gets a goal banged up. He set up the play healthy, but then clearly was just by looking at him, you go, he's not right. Is he wearing a something, a brace? Is he shot up? Is he, he still showed up and did all the newsers. Like he didn't run right into the trainer's room. I was surprised. He was on the podium and he interviewed Kyle Bukoskis. So whatever it was, it was hadn't worn off yet. Like that's a gamer. Like this is like, this is a, a little seed of doubts in saying Vegas. Oh my God. Cause Bob, if you gave up the three, one goal, you're right. But Kachuk clearly at what? 75%. He starts the play you talked about. And then the drive, the drive made the gap with white cloud and uh, Hague way bigger than it should have been. And because of that gap, there was room. And I still think, even though it was a seeing eye shot, I looked again, again, yeah, I might've slightly went off. Howden because the puck was a saucer and then it went weeble wobble a little bit and I, I don't think it matters because there was a screen with Kachuk going to the net and the gap that was way bigger than it should have been had White Cloud or Hague been tighter at least one of them then whatever happened might have hit them might have been able to be seen by Aiden Hill but it's funny how all the dominoes fell Vegas couldn't push it deeper and Kachuk made the play I always look at it this way. How many goals were you on the ice for? Sometimes McDavid, oh, he had two points tonight. They scored five Edmonton. McDavid had two third assists. You have to acknowledge when someone's on the ice, and Matthew was to make that play, as you alluded to. Won't get an assist, but your beady little eye saw it, Craig. Well, beady, I mean, you see it. And, you, you know, you talk about how the dominoes go. I, I talk about next talking. you you, you got to be able to go to your next play. And, and, and the symmetry however you want to use it next hockey connected, whatever, whatever terms you want to use. So that puck gets turned over. Matthew comes back through the neutral zone, gets the puck and now it starts it, but he's on to the next play. And the next play was exactly what you talked about. Driving that, driving that middle of the ice, pushing to the net. He's not sitting there watching. How many players do we see in, in the court? Like what makes Matthew Kachuk an impactful player, a great player is that he, he, he's always moving to the next play. So that makes him really hard to mark, really hard to check, because he's always he's always ready. He's, he's not only thinking, he's moving to the next play. The perfect example, doesn't get an assist on the winning goal, and yet he, he's instrumental in it. And Sam Bennett makes a great play inside the blue line to hit for Hagee. But, you know, you talk about Matthew Kachuk and the, and the mind and the spirit and, and, and the will. I mean, it was on full display in that game, in that game three for the Florida Panthers. And yeah, you know, we would, Matthew deserves the accolades and certainly Bobrovsky was brilliant in the game, but you, you need players to, to really push their level sometimes to, to points that they don't even know they can themselves. And I think that's what Matthew did again in game three. I, I think Bennett four, four, 
overtime points <laughs> Bennett has in these playoffs. Four. You talk about being on the ice? <laughs> I think when I'm in overtime, I want Sam Bennett on the ice. <laughs> yeah, and the play you talked about was on Mark Stone, and there were a lot of, like, Stone and Stevenson wasn't a good night. Barkov had a very good night if you just watch, but then the, the the regular stats don't tell you, but there was a, there was, he was doing a lot of the things without getting, I think just on for the tying goal, but he was on and we were down to a six on five. So we're like under 7%. Like now you start looking at the goalpost and the play by Carlson. I don't blame them. They're, they're, you know, we're talking about Barbashev, great play by Marcia. So to come back and steal that puck. And now we're talking about moments that this is the series, this is the series and they end up scoring and Barkov had a great game. So we talk about matchups and fourth line and, you know, Vegas's fourth line did their thing when they, when they were on the ice. And I look at it as answering the bell. So Bennett and Kachuk and Montour and Bobrovsky all did all those things, but to just get one game. So now it's like, will the bottom pair defensemen be bottom three for Vegas? Will they lose the battles that they lost? Will they have gap up problems? Will like if stone just takes Bennett, right? He takes Bennett, the puck just dribbles down the boards. Nobody got a little cute, little puck watching, and Bennett cuts in on his forehand, right? Stick in the middle, and they were making plays. They were playing next hockey of saying, A, we have nothing to lose. B, we didn't make any plays. Like, we were terrible in game number two. So there's going to be everything that we talked about. And even, this is, I thought of you, because even Bruce Cassidy said, we're not going to weather the storm. Like, if you act like you're going to weather, then you're going to weather. You know what I mean? And he thought that Florida would come out, you know, and he said we wanted to push back right away. And I think at the beginning, you know, even though Montour scored, it was the forecheck that had Hague. If you look at it, I know you did. Hague passed the puck to Nick Cousins. That's what happened. So they kind of were worried about the storm and then put the puck in bad spots. They obviously didn't have a good game on the bottom pair, and we can talk about the winning goal and some other things and being on the wrong side of Kachuk. But overall, you know, Florida was on an 11-1 run. Florida is a good hockey club. Florida did some things that they shouldn't have done in the first two games. So they, they win game one at their own building. That's great. But now they got to keep doing this. And I think some, I don't think Stevenson's going to be as bad. I don't think Stone's going to be as average. I don't think the bottom pair. So this is where we go from here now, Craig, on, okay, great for Florida. You did it. You're, you're back in it. But if you don't win game four, now Vegas comes home with the with the big-time hammer. Is this sustainable? The pillars, Bob, Montour, like with to me, that shoulder, I'm not saying you run around hitting him. But I go back and look, Craig. I, Braden McNabb, the only guy that throws it, his left shoulder's vulnerable. You saw him turning away from contact, Kachuk. Just rub up against them. Make them make them make them have to lean down hard on pucks. Make them battle for pucks. You know, we you, there's different ways to make players uncomfortable. And you don't have to run over or target the shoulder, but make him use the make him have to play in, in areas where he's not at full capacity. Like on, on the puck on the boards. You like you every play on the boards with bad to get you out. Get on his stick, get on his arm, get lean into him. Like, you know, like Brad McCrimmon my, and Kelly's late brother, you know, just wonder, I always used to call it dead weight. Be dead weight on, on Matthew Kachuk. Just lean on him. Just lean on him. Lean, on the face-offs, you know, lean in on him. Get in there. Lean on that. Just lean. And, and, and that'll wear him down. 
you know, Montour I thought was great from the first shift of the game. I thought he was just fantastic. And, you know, you talk about a rover. To me, you don't put constraints on Brandon Montour. You trust Brandon Montour that he's going to make the right decisions, but you let him play. You, 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 cannot put, you, you, you cannot put limits on Brandon Montour. Because if you do, you hurt yourself. And I thought that Paul Maurice did a, had done a really nice job this year with Brandon Montour. And certainly, you know, in that playoff game. I, I really, you know, Nick Hay had a tough night. Nick, Nick I, I think that that spilled over to Zach Whitecloud. Nick Hay couldn't, he, he, he couldn't, he kept trying to make plays and he couldn't. He kept, he kept trying to turn away and he was in battles. They leaned on him, they got on him and they forced him into a, a lot of, a lot of tough situations. But the Florida Panthers, they gave up a lot of defensive zone coverage. They broke down. They gave up a lot of great eight scoring opportunities. And again, if that's how they're like, okay, yeah, we know Vegas can can play better, but if, if Florida brings that type of game again and they're going to rely on Bobrovsky to bail them out, I, I don't like that recipe. I don't like that recipe against a, a good team like Vegas. So I think, hey, great for Florida. I, I think one day in between games is really good for Florida. I think I think the two games between two and three was really good for Florida. I think now they can get right back at it. Uh, with respect to playing on Saturday. But they got to clean some things up. They And some of the penalties they took, that was the second most penalized team in the league last year, uh, this past regular season. Barkoff taking that cross-checking penalty? So, so, like, you can't do these things. Not, and when your penalty kill is as bad as it has been <laughs> for the Florida Panthers, like, there's just no way you can put yourself in that type of danger. And certainly over time, you know, Vegas. I think Vegas, I asked you this question. Did you think Vegas looked tentative on the power play at the beginning of overtime? I thought it was a waste. I thought it was a, a I thought it was a wasted what 147? Wasted 147. That's your that's another kill shot. You know, they look way more comfortable in the third. And then when in doubt, and we've talked about this on television, and you're setting up and you're setting up, you go to safe spaces, whether it's at the hash marks, whether it's in the corner. When Vegas had the puck in overtime, it was as if someone else, there was no next hockey. It's what are we doing? And once you get in and get set up, sometimes you can waste a little floater that Bobrovsky has to save and you get a whistle. So now it's almost like a, well, we talk about West Point. The puck is at center, right? Oh, they won the draw and pushed it down the ice. So we have to retreat a little bit. Now we bring it up. Now we gain the blue line as troops. Now we put one on the net. Now we've gone from center Face off in their zone. So there's another whistle. So now we're at 109 left on the power play. So we take little increments. But when they had trouble getting his own entry, trouble with the setup. I like in that point, if you can't get Eichel's setup, then the puck's behind the net. Now we've got it. Now we're in overtime. Now they're worried. Now they're turned behind us. And we have to go for it. We're in overtime. We have to go for it. Whether that's sending in the backdoor defenseman, whether that's getting it to Eichel, whether you come around the net and find Marcheseau, I think at that point, we've seen teams, a lot of them, with the kill shot opportunity, not only do they not get it, they, I don't want to say dysfunctional, because you said tentative. It was just like, this is a veteran team? It would almost better if they said, okay, we're going to take the 147, and we're going to hold on to it. And if Florida gets a power play, we're going to play it. We're going to play this card of this, you know, this power play opportunity, because it was a waste of, and when that ended, I think Florida started to breathe. And I watched on hockey night, Chris Cuthbert just said, 
Let's see if this, and I hate using the momentum word. I think it's more of a, and now Florida just said, we're in our area of overtime hockey. So I'm with you on it. You can look power plays, even McDavid's power play. They don't score 70% of the time. So I'm not saying they must have, but they didn't do anything there that put the fear of the series is going to be over for Florida. So um, yeah, I'm with you on that, whether it's tentative, but they missed a kill shot. Another opportunity with some weird calls. I was pumping Kelly Sutherland's tires. And then you got to play in the corner on Gudis and a soft cross check. I wonder if he thought, is that really a penalty? I'm going to even it up. And where we are on, I go to check you, Craig, you turn away. And then our skates touch. Is that incidental? Or if I stick it out, like, did I trip you? Or did you trip over me? So the end result, there were a lot of, you know, if I was calling this game, honestly, and I'll, let's just say I can use video, video and eye in the sky and everything, I might have cut legitimately from 6-5, 11 penalties to like five and a half. Just in retrospective analysis, didn't affect the game. Penalties were killed, all that stuff. But when you're Florida and you always get caught with your hand in the cookie jar and there's a mess, mom's going to look to you. Ah, ah. Even though your sister actually stole that cookie. Okay. You got me on that one. So that's just, don't put yourself in that spot. I would say like, like if Gudis just leaves his man alone, they won't make up the call. Like we're going to the box, take your guys back. But no, we had to go in there and give Kelly Sutherland a reason. I just say at that point, two minutes for being dumb, dumb gazoo. That's uh, Craig. That's what I would say sometimes. What are they doing? That That's just the way I looked at it. Which is fair. So I'm going to give you three points. Number one, you know, I'm going to go back to the power play. Even if you push on the power play of your Vegas and you talked about, you know, not being very good and, and kind of Florida got to breathe. Even if Vegas starts to press there and really makes Florida uncomfortable and they don't score, you, you still gain leverage in the game. And they not only was the power play not good, they didn't gain any leverage. And to your point, Florida kind of got, oh, okay, let's go now, right? And, and, and that, was the, that was the other part of it. Number two, if you step on a player's stick, if your stick's there and you step on it, that's tripping. <laughs> you know, like if your stick's out there, and the guy, if your stick just goes there, it's tripping. So Forsling goes in there. I mean, you had Forsling and Barkoff in there as he's trying to cut in. Hey, listen, we can talk about it. I thought Ron McLean made a really good point last night. Playoffs, I mean, obviously cross-checking, elbowing type injury and scoring chance. That was the scoring chance. And, you know, it, it, sometimes there's unfortunate trips. And I think that that was the case. I, I, I thought it was the right call. The goodest one is anything. Number three, to finish with this, this is what happens between series. The series supervisor is, is on site. So now the managers from each team go and they talk. And after the first two games in Vegas, I think that there was some discussion about after the whistle, after hits, right, and everything. The players knew right away when that game started, the coaches knew how it was going to be called. <laughs> it was clearly laid out what was going to be called. Because keep in mind, Steve, the managers talk to the series supervisor. <laughs> the series supervisor goes and talks to the manager, I should say. Hey, where are we at, right? And Bob Ganey always used to say, have one thing on your plate. Don't give them three. Don't give them, give them one thing that you want them to pay attention to. Coaches and players knew exactly how that game was going to be called. So, sorry, Radko Gudis, you get no forgiveness. 
I don't care if the crumbs are all over your sister's shirt from the cookie jar. <laughs> you were in the vicinity of the cookie jar. <laughs> I like that. I like that. And what's the scoring chance? And there is about being responsible for the area around your ice. And, yeah. and I think that that's fair. And that's also in the rule book. And now that's how the game is called when you talk about scoring chance. And I think Ron mentioned injury. So an intent to injure or a scoring chance on that play. And you kind of look at it this way. We used to argue, Colin Campbell said, if there was a pit in front of the net, would you be in the blue crease or not? If it meant that, you know, you would die in the pit or someone from your family. They look uh, work a lot harder to stay out of the pit or running into your goalie. Kiprios would have missed Grant Fuhr had there been a pit, as an example. So in that case, did your skate drag or didn't it drag? You know what? So I think in that, and it didn't, it always matters. Everything matters. We dissect everything. Yeah. So it all matters. Um, but in this case, again, it hasn't affected an outcome. No one's not here. Saddle's not here because of a terrible calling game. No, no, no. We're, we're, we're here where we are because we deserve to be. And other than the first weekend blip with a lot of younger, greener referees, not linesmen, who were learning on the job, right? Like we had a little bit of, now they're long gone and they got their experience. Guys have retired because we had a lot of guys come in the league at 33 and then they ended up retiring in the early 50s. And it left a little bit of a, of a back hole. But anyway, so as we look ahead, what do we expect from game number four? And is the check marks that we just saw, if any of them fail, Montour freelancing, Rover, Matthew playing banged up and playing exceptional, and Bobrovsky. If those three boxes aren't checked, will the Florida Panthers be in big trouble going back to Vegas? I think if... If, if one of those boxes isn't checked, they could be in trouble. You could check two of the boxes, and, and but, you know, the, the, those three players are so instrumental to their team. And when, when you think about Bobrovsky and you think about the way the game was unfolding and, you know, Bruce Cassidy talked about, you know, six on five, you know, we, we didn't, we, they had given them nothing. Even on the broadcast, the comment was made, like, it didn't feel like there was uh, anything coming. I thought for Hagee, one of the best things Verhage did on that time goal was he shot off the pass, which too, too often time you want to hold the puck, and, and now everybody gets into a shot block lane, goaltender, you know, but Ekblad makes a really good play over to, and right off the pass he shoots it. So now, so now you're, you think about your, your sight lines and what you got to do. You're up on Ekblad, you're across here, and it's all the way back in the net. You're spinning the defenders around pretty quickly. I thought that was a superb play by Verhage and obviously Matthew in the right spot. They they need all three of those boxes checked. They need them all checked. And, you know, e even that being said, it might not be enough. I, I think Florida has areas of their game they got to clean up. And if they want to play some of the and, – and, you know, Nick Hague and Braden McNabb had two grade-A scoring chances. And the Florida Panthers – better be happy that it was Nick Hague and Braden McNabb <laughs> because if it's Shea Theodore or Alex Petrangelo, it's two goals, <laughs> I think. And so you can't play that loose in your defensive zone. You can't. And that's one of the things. I mean, goaltenders clean up your mess. I mean, you, you think about the play Sam Bennett made when Chandler Stevenson went in on the breakaway. You know, it, it, it just plays that you've got to be really crisp with and really sharp. I, I think Florida has to be a lot sharper. Because, and, and I agree with Bruce Cassidy. I, I think there's lots to like about Vegas's game, and there was, but you got to close out a game, and Bruce wasn't happy about that. So, uh, 
three of those, all three of those boxes have to be checked, and and their game has to be cleaner. Discipline and 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 defensive zone. Yeah, and that might be a lot of cleaning up and a lot of asking. So you need Bob to stand on his head again. You need Matthew to be a multiple point guy banged up. You need a freelancing montour, and you got to stay out of the box more often. Because they can't, they can't not stay out of the box. Double, like they can't not. They're not putting up a zero in that column. They're not doing that. No. That's just right. And cleaning up some of the garbage. So that's check mark, check mark, check mark. So they're going to need five, and then some of the other things on the other side. You know, and they might need overtime again. So that's that's going to be fun as it talks about game number four and looking ahead to Saturday. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, before we wrap up and we've got time because the silly season's front and center, woke up this morning, had my black Tim Hortons coffee. The Damon Severson was a five, six defenseman, right? Like that's the way it played out. Did it, did it not? And now he's got eight years at $50 million. Do we love Damon Severson that much? We know the Devils have to move off and they're going to lose Graves as well. If I'm Graves, I'm like, oh, yes. Thank you, Damon. Remember Stamakita looked at Winnipeg every day when Bobby Hall left? Thank God for the raise. <laughs> raise for you. Raise for you. Raise the high tide. Of what if it does to all the boats? So Damon Severson, what, uh, what do we make of this? I just, good for Damon. Like that's, he got even more money than some people predicted, you know, on the analytics of UFA charts, Craig, if we buy that kind of number. So what do you make of the improving Blue Jackets blue line? And is this just too much Sazich? Sazich. Yeah, I'd be more concerned about the term, you know, like eight years at 6.25 million. You know what I immediately thought about? You know what I immediately thought about when I saw the signing? I said, that's a Mike Babcock. He needs a right shot defenseman. He, you know how he is with the left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. We need a left, right. I mean, the, the Columbus Blue Jackets are, are not in rebuild mode. 
they're in make the playoffs mode. <laughs> they are not sitting here thinking, oh, yeah, well, we'll be patient with our younger player. You don't hire Mike Babcock, you know, to just kind of inch along here. And, you know, Mike Babcock ain't going to be talking about there's going to be a lot of pain ahead in uh, in Columbus. Because if he starts talking about a lot of pain ahead in Columbus, there'll be a new general manager in place next year. <laughs> That's where the pain will be. Mike Babcock's job is clear. Get this team in the playoffs. They're making that. Now Yarmo's doing his thing. He's got Provorov. He's got Severson. It's very clear what they're doing. And they're not done. They, they, you know, they, they have some cap space. They went and spent some. There's going to be a lot of different maneuvers here. Good for Damon Severson. But keep in mind, New Jersey Devils have Simon Nemitz coming. Really good right shot defenseman. Luke Hughes is there. But what the New Jersey Devils best be careful of, you better not put too much faith in young defensemen and inexperienced defensemen because you might not be as good next season. <laughs> yeah, they just finished with Siegenthaler and Hamilton, Graves and Marino, which I really liked as a second pair. And as we know from watching, Craig, like they kill penalties. That's the thing. When you see Lundell and Hockenpah, and you're like, well, no, they're when there's a game when they're shorthanded seven times, they're, those guys are like eight, nine minutes of tough. Like Hockenpah gets in the way. So Severson and Marino, or uh, Marino and Graves were your two, three, four, and then they rotated a little bit. Kevin Ball got some ice time there, and I like him. Smith there. But really, Severson was the five, and it made it easier. Hamilton, Marino, Severson. Now, Severson's going up the charts in Columbus. Wierenski's the stud. You talk about Simon Nemitz, Nemitz, however we say his name. And you're right. They're going to they're gonna backfill with Hughes and Juracek, right? They got him in New Jersey. Uh, um, Hughes is coming. And Nemitz is another guy on the back end. So we got a lot of young defenders. Well, Nemitz is in New Jersey, and David Yerichek is in Columbus. Columbus. So there is young talent coming up in both spots. But now in New Jersey, you're acting Luke Hughes to, okay, we're going to really need you. And they, they're going to lose Graves and Severson, backfill with younger players. And they're better in Columbus. And I get it. Maybe you're right. The 6.2, who cares? 6.6, 6.2, 5.57, who cares? It's the eight years. I don't think anyone, Yarmo, is looking at you know, they're looking at the, there better be a buzz with Mike and this move and whatever they draft. Cause they're in the Leo Carlson spot right now. Right. Or I don't think Fantilli's there. Or so Will Smith or Will Smith. Okay. Well, who would you take? I'd take Leo Carlson, but don't you get it? Like, I, that's who I would take, but Will Smith should not be excluded from the discussions. Yeah. Well, it's going to be an exciting time. So at least Columbus, what did we say last episode? Bold. Well, at least they were bold. I'd rather shot like a lion than a lamb. So at least, Craig, they're trying to be beautiful. You can't be beautiful unless you start by being bold, Mr. Button. I'll let you take us home from there. I'll take it home because you know what? The Vegas Golden Knights have been bold since day one. They've been bold since day one. If there's any better example how to be bold, you just said it. You, you, you want to go out. You don't, you don't want to go out without a fight. And I think too many teams in this league have just been happy to be part of the league. The Winnipeg Jets come to mind. And be like the Vegas Gold Knights. I give Yarmo lots of credit. Hey, listen, we're not going to sit idly by. <laughs> and that puts a lot of other GMs on the clock. What Shovel Dayoff does oh. right now with those four guys could spring board him forward or put them way back. It's time to be bold and go for it. He's not the only one. What's going on in Toronto? 
New York Rangers, Carolina. Be bold if you want to be beautiful. And I'll tell you this much. Vegas will be bold in game four. Like if this series is tied, good for Florida what they do. I think we're going to see the absolute best of the Golden Knights. And the Panthers are going to have to do those checkmark items that we just discussed. If they want to check out of Florida and check into an even series next week. For Craig Button in what looks like a beautiful Hawaiian shirt. Bruce Bolton, our producer. I'm Steve Coolius. We'll see you next week. Enjoy. That's right. Game number four. Ciao.